1: Hello, and welcome to the Vans Warped Tour official podcast 2015, episode 7 for the 6th of August in the year 2015. My name is Josh, I play in a band called Pierce the Veil, and I'm here today with Simon from Alvarez Kings Yo. and MC Lars, the, the iconic, legendary MC Lars.
0: Hello, hello. That was <laughs> nice you said that, though. Well, I've
1: been trying to, we've been trying to do this for the, since the beginning of the tour.
0: Since the first day in Pomona.
1: Since the first day I mentioned it to you and now we're three shows away from the, the Warped Tour finishing and we're finally in a room together d- doing a little... How
2: long ago is that? Anna. C- can you remember the first day?
1: Yes.
0: I C- remember the first day, um, the first time I met Josh, we were trying to figure out where we were going to get, who was going to get waters and beers that day for the bus because mm-hmm. we hadn't even figured out that we hadn't delegated the bus we hadn't even all met really yeah properly.
1: just for anyone listening every day you get a free crate of water and a free crate of beer um and uh they all go pretty quickly but that's we were just trying to yeah i remember having that discussion with you i actually remember the first time i saw you was in the air the hangar of pomona where all the bands would meet and all that stuff where they integrated everyone yeah. and you were walking around wearing like like a chinese hat maybe or you're wearing like a big hat yeah and you had a rucksack on and you were with your dad. Yeah. And I thought your dad was coming on the tour. <laughs> and I also thought you were, like, special needs. Because your dad was with you and you were wearing, like, a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. And, like, I had no idea who you were.
2: like you dropped him off for school.
1: Yeah. And then I, then I saw you on the bus later on and was like, oh, okay, I get it. You actually thought that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome. It's
2: all coming out now. Yeah. But... That's, that's
1: tight, though. Um, so, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, so, what we're doing this week, we're doing, like, a... A special, basically, at the end of the tour, I thought we'd give you like a little backsi- uh, sorry. <laughs> backside. Sorry, backside. We thought backside that we. This is the Warp Tour Survival Guide, guys. This is the backstage insider information, gossip column, National Enquirer tips, tidbits on how to survive the Vans Warp Tour. Because there's a lot of shit that goes into running the tour, and I, I don't think anyone's ever, I don't think anyone's ever talked about it. Like you, you as a band, doing the tour no one gave us like a survival guide
2: no you, you just you've got to just get in there and find it yeah and just survive so
1: I thought I thought we'd do this week is we would do like a little breakdown of how to survive the warp Tour if you ever want to be in a band and maybe you aspire to do this tour or maybe if you just want a bit of like backstage insider information Tight. yeah so like uh...
2: I've got advice already what? don't do it
1: y'all don't say that y'all don't say that <laughs> So like okay, uh step one. Right? Play music. And then get in a band and get a book for the warp tour. That's the easy bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um Visas as English people. Wow.
2: Yeah. I could, you I, I mean I could write a book on how to not do it and how to do it. You
1: were two you were two visas. weeks late getting to the tour. Yeah. Because your visas broke. Uh, uh, we missed broke.
2: seven shows but we landed in Dallas.
1: Yeah. And you had your visas Uh, You had your visa cancelled out here, didn't you?
2: Yeah, when I came back from Canada into America, they decided to cancel my visa.
1: Can we thank the US government for that, the embassy? Is that a bit mean?
2: (sighs) I wouldn't like to dive into it too much because I start getting angry. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? Um, Also, I wanted to just mention this week, our bus crashed.
0: Yeah, 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 that was quite... That was momentous. Coming out of Salt Lake City... So like a, an hour into the drive? Yeah. That was insane. Some kid was throwing, we don't know if they were ice water balloons or giant regular water balloons. What do you, what do, what's the consensus, team? Bus well, sort of well the my team.
1: theory is, is that it's basically the, the front of our bus got totaled by an alleged water balloon, right? Because there was bits of balloon all over the yeah. uh, bus, and, there was, and our bus driver got soaking wet. Yeah. So it couldn't have been a frozen water balloon because it would have killed him.
0: Yeah, geez.
1: Although he was cut up, pl- I'm talking to the police officer, because there's, I'll post a picture on the podcast, but there's a huge, uh, sort of, it's even bigger than a basketball, isn't it? Like huge, like two foot by three foot hole in our windshield, because yeah. someone dropped a water balloon off the bridge, and I was talking to the police officer about it, and he was like, yeah, if this was a, well, I'll do a police officer accent. He went, if this... <laughs> Like if 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 this here water balloon hit one foot to the left, driver would have been blinded by the glass, and y'all be dead.
0: <laughs> you said
2: that.
1: That's exactly what he said. Nice. Yeah. So we were one foot away from death.
2: But um, on the on the walk geez. tour, because a lot of people are saying, oh no, it can't have been a water balloon, because it caused too much damage. But then one of the bus drivers, he was explaining, like for every like foot um and height that is dropped, plus the speed that the bus is travelling the weight of the water yeah. in the balloon would cause such an impact yeah. to do that. I mean, it's the
1: same thing as if you jump off into water above 11 metres, you yeah. can break your legs. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing, right? And it's two things. It's the bus uh, doing 70 miles an hour and a water balloon probably doing 70 miles an hour. It's a 140 mile an hour collision.
2: But also, the one of the bus drivers, the other bus drivers who like helped us and picked us up, found the um, windshield wiper in the corridor where the bunks are
1: wow well, it flew though? all the way back flew all the way back did you know that
2: I heard that yesterday yeah. and Richard was stood up in the lounge when it happened because he was he'd just finished his cigarette 10 seconds is this before. a bit of metal
1: do you mean or like a or plastic
2: no a win- a windshield wipe is metal it's the thing that oh my god so
1: it could have stabbed Richard absolutely
2: yeah, yeah impaled him
1: oh that would have been a much more fun story mm.
0: wow well hey we're alive thank you
1: Wow, and we're in uh, Vegas. We're homeless, and we're in Vegas. Yes. We are writing our own little movie right now.
2: We're actually in the desert, just camping. Out. We're in the Nevada
1: desert. Uh, I went out in Vegas last night. We got a stretch limo. Yeah. We got a stretch limo into Vegas because it was cheaper than a taxi. <laughs> yes. That's how fucking stupid Vegas is.
2: Plus, we like to roll.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are ballers. You didn't come out with us, Lars.
0: Been to Vegas quite a few times.
1: That's not, not for me it's a little bit yeah. like all the light bulbs in the world got together to upset you <laughs> that's yeah. my, That's how I'd describe Las Vegas you get you, you pulled in we went down the strip and I was like oh I've seen this in the movies Yeah. and then we got out and I couldn't turn the TV off and like be in my room I was in Vegas yeah. do you know what I mean
2: it's full on I was forever like constantly f- battling with people walking towards me and people on the phone in front of you just stopping and you're like, yeah
1: everyone's taking selfies yeah. Was yeah, annoyed. and then the I saw it went in the Bellagio. Vegas isn't fun if you're not rich.
2: No, that's the truth. <laughs> I think Vegas is better inside when you're gambling.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Outside it it's
1: it's a bit of a bit, shit show.
2: Yeah, it's like I don't know. I was kind of looking at it thinking, oh, this is a bit of a like pimped up blackpool Yeah, it's Piccadilly Circus, and it's got an Eiffel Tower.
1: Yeah, that's funny to me because I always thought the Eiffel Tower was in Paris and then I saw it last night it. in Las Vegas
2: so much in debt
1: the Americans bought it yeah. the P- French sold it French sold it and then they moved it here to Las Vegas and now it's sp- sponsored Las by Nike yeah I did not know <laughs> that did you know that? it's
2: crazy and now the band Paris from Fenswap Tour own
1: um, they own the did Eiffel Tower did you see the I did see a big balloon that said Paris yeah. on it but I just assumed that it was an advert That's for big, that it's a big marketing wow oh, well hmm. done well done the band Paris yeah.
2: let's say, let's they felt it right this time
1: yeah p a r i s yeah guy yeah. by the way if the band paris are listening to this you're you are, i hope you guys know that you're spelling the name of your band wrong <laughs> it's not p v r i s i just want you i think we all think you're a great band um but um you're Amazing spelling band. but i think we should probably tell you that you're spelling the name of your band wrong okay Take. <laughs> um so vegas fuck vegas <laughs> fuck it i i ha- i don't like it here fuck it right it's right too right hot right. yeah wh- who decided to build uh, all this stuff in the middle of nowhere. I,
0: I don't know that you're history, American, you know. Yeah, I think it's like the Sodom and Gomorrah of America. Yes. It's our Babylon. Yes, exactly. And it's a metaphor for the American dream because you can show up, if you're lucky, you can go home with a fortune, or you can lose everything. It's like, I think Vegas has interesting history, and I think it's interesting how the Warp Tour hasn't um, come back here. I remember in 2013 so hot our records were literally melting on the merge table right. i was there that year that was very hard. i had
1: 200 kids collapsed that year yeah yeah and not in like a choreographed band telling them to get down on the ground <laughs> they fainted from heat exhaustion yeah
2: i mean i i heard a th- I, I was led to believe that happened and then i was speaking to uh, the water um medic because that's whose bus we ended up on because because you know, we've
1: all been on different buses for the last two three days because exactly. that bus crashed
2: that was um, all a big um, media thing that they, um, like a private medical or ambulance company came in and they just took people away that didn't need taken away. Really? Yes, and that they charged, they, like, charged kids' parents like a thousand dollars to take them to hospital. Wow, that's rubbish. So, <laughs> men, like Min who, who sets up the whole van's walk to a medical mm. sort of program, Um, was treating kids all day and then they just showed up and just ruined it and created this big media sort of story that all these kids were like passing out and going to hospital when really they just needed some rest yeah a
1: bit of sugary water
2: yeah so and
1: a slap in the face
2: so that was a yeah it was quite interesting to hear about but I think I heard they measured like 150 on the ground no way. And people's, like, trainers. That's hot, enough,
1: that's hot enough to cook an egg while it's still inside a chicken.
0: <laughs> Delicious.
1: Mm. <laughs> Why doesn't that happen more? Like you, know, you get burned you know,
2: within a bush. Yeah, you know you
1: can say, like, oh, you, it's hot enough to cook an egg on the pavement right now. So if a chicken's got an egg in it and it's just walking around in the heat, wouldn't the egg cook?
0: The chicken would have to die, though.
1: Why? Because it would still be hot.
0: But a chicken, at 150 degrees, the chicken won't be walking on the pavement. No. It'll be like going to its shade,
1: but wouldn't the egg still poach inside inside the chicken's asshole? That's an
0: interesting See? theory. See, H- help
1: us out, help us out, people who the know. Chicken would set this up. Yeah. yeah, let's try and figure it out. I wonder if let's t- talk I- to
0: Peter. Maybe they can help organize yeah.
1: it. Yeah, let's do that. Um. Okay, so suvi- su- surviving the warp tour, right? Here's something that I that the Kenneth's learned this year, right? A dolly, or as we call it in England, a trolley.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. We got to warp tour we had like we had one cd one t-shirt one design not not one of each but one box of cds one design of t-shirts and then you have your merch tent so like every morning at 7am you get up you go find a stage and then it's like a kind of a hustle like a dog fight to get a good spot for your merch tent isn't it yeah it's like the one moment of the day where all the bands are against each other yeah you know who's Everyone's gonna get tired. who's gonna get the best spot people go out early and the first week of the tour we didn't have any way of carrying all of our stuff
2: yeah we did that that was our first mistake last time what
1: last time you were here yeah yeah and so I mean how many times have you done walk tour, Lars?
2: Uh, this is my third
1: What? and what did you learn the first year that you did it
0: the first year I thought that um, our tent had to be really colourful and have like a backdrop that would like had like a print of my album like I put so much money into like making a really colourful tent but I realized that the design of your tent is not as important as like the placement of it, mm. where you where you place it, and and making sure it's simple and to the point. Mm. So like I thought you had to be like really bright and ostentatious, but really you just have to have simple text of your band, and then someone who can help you get a good spot every morning. And we had a and my first warp tour, we had like six people,
2: Whoa. Had a whole crew. What year
0: was that? Two thousand eleven. That's crazy. Six yeah. people. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, and I, I lost a lot of money that year because it was like...
2: Yeah,
1: because you were paying six people.
2: Yeah. How did, how did
0: you, like, ride? What was your... What we, was your I rented wheels? a bus. I rented my own bus and then rented out spots to, like... Oh, that's series. clever. Yeah. And and um, this guy, Big Chocolate, who was on our stage, too. Wow. So, um, but... Rent... When, yeah. Sorry, after you. No, to say, renting... I learned that doing... Renting bunks on the production buses is really the way to go because Warped is so... For those of you who don't know, like there are these buses that bring people, they're called production buses. So it's people who are like nonprofits or other people who help with the tour, but sometimes they have extra bunks. So our bus is technically a production bus, even though there's only two non- or three non-musician people on it. But learning to not bring extraneous people is really important. Mm. No disrespect to my first crew, but this year it's just my drummer and me, and we do everything. And he also drums with Kosha Dills so it's kind of like we're all super busy but it's better to be busy than have lots of bored people
1: who I, I mean I kind of wonder if like because our tent is like basically we got given an old tent and uh, we spray painted it and took out the logos that were on it and put Kenneth's on it and punk and da 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 and I do think maybe I wonder if we would have sold more merch if our tent looked really nice because I think kids walk past it and are like oh that's gross
2: we did that the first year we just got a plain black tent and we brought a stencil with us mm. um, we, and we just sprayed the stencil on like all our um, cases, mm. flight cases on the tent um, and we had the same thing on the t-shirts and everyone was like, whoa, that's so, like, such a cool marketing thing that you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's seen that sort of logo and we we're just like, it's literally the only thing that we could afford to do. And then this time we spent a lot, a lot of money on the tent, like an obscene amount of money and it's we've not I, I don't know I don't I don't think it's been any bet. I don't think it's that benefit us any more in terms of like sales mm-hmm. but I think it made us look a little bit better yeah but I don't know if that's a good thing or I don't know I don't know if that was wasted money yeah we could have saved money there maybe
1: well I think one thing I've really taken from the tour is like because we didn't bring any crew no one was like hey you're going to need someone to sell your merch because you're going to be in 100 degree heat at eight hours every day. <laughs> no one said that. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, make sure you take baby wipes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, you're going to need talcum powder. You're going to need to put some gold bond on your balls.
0: Would you have a, a merch person?
1: I think if we ever did warp Tour again, which I, you know, I obviously I hope we get to do because it's, it's an amazing, I mean, it's, you know, bucket list stuff. Yeah. And to, to, to write something off your bucket list twice would be even better than writing <laughs> off once. You know? Um, But I think if we did it again, that would be the one thing that that we'd do is bring someone to somewhere. Don't bring anyone. Really?
2: Not from outside of the US. Oh, no, we'd bring someone from
1: America. We'll just steal your TM next year. Yeah,
2: yeah, I I would. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Because you guys were very good friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: anyway, sorry. We were never good friends. Uh, What
1: did you learn your second year, Lars? What did you take from... What was your lesson?
0: That's a really good question. My second year, I learned that... um, my second year, I was really aggressive with trying to hit up every single press person who was coming to do interviews to let them know about my album and all that. And I ended up doing a lot of very awkward interviews with <laughs> yeah. people who didn't
2: really know my
1: music. I did one the other day. I did exactly that.
2: <laughs> did you do the UFO one? No,
0: um, That guy was getting lunch and... I didn't have much time
1: so no did <laughs> you guys? I, I, no, I did one the other day when I went into the I went into the press room because I had an interview I was, and I was just using their wifi and then a guy who had no one to interview and Danielle who runs the press who's a saint she's, amazing. she's one of my most favourite people on this tour she was like oh Joshua McKenna's is here if you want to do a quick interview with him and I was like yeah I mean I, you know we need publicity I'll do press I'll do an interview jumped up and he just went so what are you doing to combat homelessness in America first question what?
2: Like, yeah and I was like right now
1: I was like, uh <laughs>
2: I don't have a bus, so I'm homeless.
1: Um well let me explain I, I I didn't know what to say. I was like, Well nothing. I live in England. Because what are you doing to stop help homelessness over there? I was like, uh nothing. I've been you know, I mean I've been signed up to a homeless sh- to a company called Shelter for like ten years. But you know, even when you say that it makes you sound like a dick. Yeah, I give a uh, fifteen dollars a month to it. you know, that's not it's not doing a lot. It's
2: it's helping, most people. Yeah. I <laughs> right. mean if everyone did that
1: yeah that's true anyway uh, next step okay so here's the thing performing is like 8% of your day on Warp Tour because mm. you, you know you set everything up you, you know when you're in a big band and all you have to do is play all you have to do is play but uh, performing what, what, do you, what do you think you've learned performing wise this year Simon from Alvarez Kings
2: wow what have I learned yeah. um, just going back to the heat thing I think it's like, if you... It's so hot on stage. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Well, like, you've
1: collapsed on a stage in Chicago, didn't you? Yeah, I like... Pussy! Fell my, I
2: fell to my knees because I like to rock out.
1: They, they You day. had to see the medic and she diagnosed you with class A pussyitis. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Uh,
2: that is <laughs> totally correct. Um, but I remember tagging you in on stage after me coming off, yeah. like...
1: I mean, You look round at me while you were playing and you're yeah. like, this is insane. Yes. And me arrogantly was like, I, I did the Arizona show, you weren't there. Yeah. That was just going through my head. I was like, this is nothing to me. Did the first three songs and then we started playing Never Good Friends and m- everything changed. Like my my vision warped, you know, like everything went wavy. And I was like, oh God, this is. Because you, you're just on stage in Chicago, four in the afternoon, and there's oh, the yeah. sunlight is. At twelve o'clock in your vision, so you're, there's no shade on the stage. And
2: we're really clever, our two bands as well, because we we all wear black skinny jeans <laughs> and like black tops usually. Yeah. And I, we're British and and we're totally out of our depths anyway, <laughs> and we're not wearing sunscreen half of the time because we're idiots.
1: I don't even understand. Like, I, I can't wear shorts on stage. No. I don't th- I don't think it's a good look. Board shorts. Well, are you know in a fucking pop punk band.
2: Well, that's it. It's not our, It's not. It's definitely not our style.
1: I remember being in a history class at school, and I and it was really hot summer one year. I was like twelve years old, Seven. and I put my hand up and I said to the teacher, "I was like, sir, can I take my jumper off because it's really hot? You know, you had to wear a jumper at school." Yeah, yeah. And my teacher just went, "You're British. You wear a tie in the desert." That's and great. I still think of that whenever it's hot. It's a good line. You we're know? in the desert now? I know, and I'm wearing a tie. Nothing but a tie <laughs> yeah, but you're to, really to the your listeners. Head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, What have you taken from performing this year, Laz? I learned two things. I mean, aside from the absolute joy of playing music every day. High fives. That's
0: time. That's tight. I learned two things. The first, well, the second summer, we we sped up all our songs so we could do more. Oh! So we did everything like 15, 20 BPM quicker. That is So I think it made me learn how to rap
2: faster. Could you do that, though? Because you you play our songs at 100 miles an hour anyway. We
1: couldn't go any faster.
2: Because when we listen to your music on CD, you, you was like, it's just been slowed down. Yeah,
1: we I saw the edit of our music video the other day and I was like, this is how have they fucked this up? I was okay. like, why is it so slow? But it's just cause we've been playing it fast for two months. It's you cause know? you want
2: to get on stage and get off what do da do? Like Remote style.
1: So you sped it all up by fifteen BPM.
0: Yeah, and then that was that that was uh exhausting. So this year, instead of doing that would we Plan 25 minutes of music, so I have five minutes to tell them jokes and relax. And then we're usually off stage before our set time is done. Wow. Because you do that, the crew likes you. If you have like five minutes that you're done five minutes early every day, then it's like a lot less stressful. You really want your crew on your stage to love you because every day they have your back. And like this year is the first year I had wireless in your monitors and wireless mic. Because last time it was just so loud. Like hearing hearing the beats, since we have so much like samples, they cranked it on the monitors so loud that it was hard to hear my vocals and like I would strain my voice. So like this year, having good a wireless mic and in ear monitors made it so I could relax more and rap quicker and better. And mm. like and and making being always on the good side of the beatport crew and not fighting them and making friends with them.
2: Yeah, you yeah. did the comedy
0: tent as well. Oh right. yeah, this year I did the comedy. You did
2: stand up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, tell us some jokes. Come on,
0: Lars. Um, what's Captain Ahab's favorite oh, band on the
2: band's warp tour? I don't know. What is? <laughs>
0: Pierce the whale. What? Because he's out there trying to get revenge on nature. Get it? And it's a oh band on God. warp.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. All right. Next step in the warp tour survival guide: eating and hydration. Ah. That's a big one for me, because uh, coming over here, you know, being English and seeing all the, it's very hard. I find it very hard to eat healthily in this country. And, and and I don't even eat healthily. I'm not like a health freak at home, but even coming here, I was like, "Oh, dude, where's the? Why is everything got cheese on it?"
2: That's why catering is so beneficial on this tour. The
1: catering team and the stage setup team, unbelievable people. True on heroes. Tours. That's just a true heroes. Guy, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and all the production ladies yeah. for Finney. By the way, all of warp Tours are run by women. As well, which I think that's something that no one really makes, uh, really talks about. Yeah. But I think that's kind of hugely important.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Everyone
1: is a woman here. Yeah. yeah, Even Kevin Lyman secretly a woman.
2: First <laughs> dresser.
1: No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of every day, he's okay. wearing lipstick. Makes us call us. We call him Kevin L. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin um, L. But yeah, it's uh, eating and hydration is like a huge thing here. Yeah, I mean, you probably drink like thirty cans of water a day.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: Three square meals a day. And to put on top of what everything else we've got to do, set up merch, you know, warm up. Yeah, uh, do do the actual performance. Then I, 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 sell merchandise, and you have yeah. to find your own food yeah. as well. I, I, It'd be night na- a nightmare. And
1: also, just this, the merch setup thing as well. Like for people who think that I, you know, they're pissing in the moaning or are setting up a tent. Sometimes it's like a half-hour walk on gravel, which when up you're pushing hill. a cart uphill, but uphill. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One way is thirty minutes, and you get up in the morning, and it's already for the people at home. It's already thirty-five, forty degrees. Plus to eight got in the to morning.
2: Do more than one trip. Yeah 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 because sometimes you can only just get yeah. your tent there yeah um, and also getting your gear to the stage as well yeah is another trip and then you've got to do that in reverse yeah you definitely every warp Tour I lose like 15 pounds I mm. was like
0: two, 220 pounds at the beginning of this tour and now I'm like down 15 pounds I, I was
1: like 19 it. stone white and ginger when this tour started <laughs> look at what the fuck's happened what's happened yeah I don't know I don't understand it's it. some
2: good uh, sun oil yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, uh, drink drinking. That's another thing. You see, I keep seeing you keep seeing kids collapsing, and I've kind of lost my sympathy a little bit because <laughs> yeah. each kid is an individual child who hasn't thought about the fact that they need to drink. But it's like, come on, you're in the desert, you're moshing, just have a bit of water, you know.
0: They have those tents. Um, Hydration station. Yeah. The cool, was cool gear.
1: Cool gear. Yeah. yeah.
0: Props to them. Every day they let us fill up our um, shower bags. Shower bags. Oh, yeah.
1: That's another thing I wanted to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. yeah let's talk about you don't
2: it. Have a shower on the yeah. bus. Yeah. yeah.
1: A lot of, a lot of, uh, I was on the um, Peter bus and they were all having a wet wipe shower. They said, oh, we're just going to have a wet wipe shower. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. Is that shower where you use the wet wipe as like a loofah? But the word shower was kind of, um, uh, hyperbolic in that sense because what they were really doing was just wiping themselves down with wet wipes
2: so yeah, i have heard of that
1: yeah I haven't done one of those yet I've, I, I bought a shower bag changed my whole life which thank you Lars one, one of the one of the best things you told me to do was shower bag bag you fill it up with water every day you leave it next to the bus and it warms up and then at the end of the day you hang it off one of the door the bus bays and you got yourself a fucking shower and the only thing that's bad about it is the inherent shame of the fact that you're showering half-naked while everyone is out drinking, watching the you, the having a good time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you learn to um, not be self-conscious on Warp Tour. Yes. It's like, you, I'm going to yes. look silly. My dad's walking around with me. I have a giant hat. People are going to think I have special needs. <laughs> but <laughs> it's all good because I'm out here chasing my dream. And I think that's like the whole thing about what makes Warp Tour punk rock. It's like being different and not caring if you look stupid because you're doing your best. Yeah, You're not going to look cool all the time, yeah. even if you're a headliner band.
1: I mean, there are still some bands here that I see every day who are like wearing so much makeup, like guys wearing, which obviously like that's not an issue. You express individuality, be yourself. That's punk rock. But from a purely practical point of view, I'm astounded at the fact that people are putting in that effort every day. Do you know what I mean? Like to have like a Union Jack or Star, uh, Stars and Stripes just you know, like a bleeding stars and stripes on your face all day long. Yeah, and you know the hair straightened and the you know that's like, I'm amazed that halfway through the tour the bands that weren't. It's like ah oh, fuck it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like props to Kiss for doing that for all those years, you know.
0: And props to the Insane Clown Posse.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. Slip and Slipknot wearing masks. How did they do that and not die? Yeah. The
0: Aquabats were very are very impressive when they do Warped Tour because they have those Lycra superhero costumes yeah. and full masks. Oh, they were crazy! in 2013. Shout out to them.
1: That band, Drama Club, they just oh. wear their, they wear masks backstage. Like I, we, they were doing they were helping with catering the other day, and they were just wearing their masks in catering, like serving food.
2: And, uh, it's a weird scene from a like a scary horror movie.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of weird when you're sitting on the bus at the end of the day and you just see like a mask walking past your bus (laughs) you're like oh my god you know it's always scary
2: when they're walking towards the bus as well like they're getting on the bus at the side yeah you know at the front and they're walking towards the bus like they're gonna come and yeah like expression yeah
1: it's pretty weird
2: and um yeah but cool
1: but cool guys unique unique. i'm Uh,
0: impressed josh how you keep that mohawk looking so fly every day thank you very much you know how do you do
1: that uh the ticket is um do you know what i've actually learned on the warp tour is i don't need as much hairspray as i use in England, like, I won't go out with like, a little can of hairspray. I have a little can of hairspray that I take when I go out on nights out. Yeah. And I've learned on the Warped Tour that I don't need it. Yeah. It just stays up. It just yeah, stays yeah, up, yeah. I'll, I'll, I've got like, a can of hairspray in my guitar case, so just before we go on stage, I'll, like, I'll give it a spritz so it's extra mohawky <laughs> for, the, for the audience. Um,
0: but maybe it's a metaphor. Like, Warped Tour, you learn to strip down your inhibitions, strip down what you need. You don't really need much to survive in life and be happy. Exactly. Jack Kerouac. Hmm. Everyone should read on the road. Jack
1: Kerouac was is the pirate from uh, Johnny Depp, Pat Caribbean. of the
2: Caribbean. Jack
1: Kerouac Captain Jack Kerouac <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and also um, another thing I've learned, from a from a slightly uh, medical point of view, as as someone who has IBS, uh, I've Ouch. learned to control my uh, stomach. Which I'm very proud of. Because yeah. normally I need to to uh, number two a lot, but on the warp tour,
2: Number two is are not allowed on the bus. No,
1: no poos on the bus, guys. It's not just did that, you? Though. Has anyone done a sneaky poo on the bus? Not this summer. Oh, you've done it before?
0: I did it once in um, the UK with Bowling for Soup. And I had to put it in a bag and launch that bag out out the roof. And oh, a uh, hot bag. Hot bag.
1: Hopefully it didn't. Hot bag, can we, let's just explain well, what. Hopefully didn't hit someone's <laughs> wind yeah, wind Hot shoes. bagging <laughs> for people who don't, who aren't disgusting is when you (laughs) if you need a poo on the bus you can say shit on here if you need to take a dump you need to drop the kids off at the pool you need to pinch a loaf right you put a plastic bag in the toilet crap into it and then tie it up and throw out the window that's 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 called hot bagging which you can't do on our bus because the windows have got like a mesh outside the window
0: you should do it at the front though
1: yeah Um, but yeah but the only front window is next to the driver He's not so Really? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only window that opens on the bus. So I mean obviously we've got a gaping hole in our windshield now, which you could technically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throw the shit out of. But um
2: That might be difficult when you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's just flapping back at you.
1: Um so, so that's another that's another important thing, guys, is taking a crap.
2: So have you so done that? Well, just I, so fiber? here's
1: what I do, here's what I do is I, I have a, like a medication that uh, for it and um, I don't eat any red meat haven't had any red meat on this tour which sucks because I love my, I love me some steak um, but the flip side of that is that I've got to enjoy many of these fine states buffalo wings which I've become slightly addicted to I mean how many times have you seen me order buffalo wings
2: Simon about as many times as I've had buffalo wings because every time we come to America it's like All right, let's get buffalo wings yeah because they're so much better let's get buffalo wings tonight yeah. and you, like a day you had and buffalo feet. wings at three in the morning yesterday I did how were they yeah. I had like, I had like two... We're
1: in one of those weird hotel casinos. It's not a good place for Buffalo. Is. Yeah. Our no. hotel, it's like, I didn't realise how big this hotel is. It has like a, a huge casino in it. has its own it. zip
0: code. Yeah.
1: Does it? No, I was oh. just...
2: I to... <laughs> <laughs> fell for that one. Let me tell you that.
1: I completely lost my train of thought. I was talking about... How Buffalo. Big w- oh, oh, so I get off, no, I get off the bus every morning. Go, go do my business and then I make sure I do it before we leave every night
2: even that's not easy though because you get off the bus and you're like where's the bathroom where's the bathroom yeah. where's the port of john yeah. that's another where's b- the Thunderbolt? that's
1: another huge Warped Tour survival thing is uh, cherish the porcelain mm.
2: so to cherish have the porcelain for port of johns yeah do like, you know like an Uber where you see the port the Porta
1: potties to any Americans listening
2: so you see the Uber like approach or where it is on your app mm-hmm. if you got off if you like you pulled up and you just go on your app, it's like, Wait, where's the where's the Port of potty or the part of john or whatever we're calling it? Where is it? And you can be like, right, it's three buses back, boom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're completely right.
0: So whoever's listening who designs that app, you'll be the next billionaire. I, I'm going to paint I that think
1: that there like should that. be a crap app and it could be called The Crap. Yeah. And it shows you where the good, because to- there are apps that locate toilets for you, but none of them are very good. And like, because I have like secret loos in central London. Like if I'm in town, and I need to take a poo. If you told, if you named a place in central London, I would tell you where Kings I was. King's Cross. Ooh, okay, so if I'm at King's Cross, mm, I don't really know King's Cross area that well. I was, I was thinking more central London. But if I was at King's Cross, I'd probably walk over to the Big Chill Bar. Because oh. you can get to the bathroom without going past the bar. Ah! Oh. There you go. That's tight. That's that, so, so you name another place, I'll tell you. Um, I, I've got them all down.
2: Um, Camden Lock.
1: Ooh, okay. <laughs> Camden lock yeah it depends what side I'm on because like you can just go in the roundhouse. walking
2: you're walking you walk over the, the bridge after just leaving like the market. Dingwalls. like you're going past Dingwalls.
1: okay I'd carry on up and probably just go in uh in the pub on, on next to the bridge where Amy Winehouse was always at lock tavern yeah. no lock tavern no no no, it's, no.
2: Um, it's, it's, it's name it's like the same name as the singer from Sheffield cast no um,
1: the singer from Sheffield? Yeah, singer... Sheffield doesn't have any good bands.
2: Singer, songwriter, acoustic guy. Old guy.
1: What do you mean old guy?
2: Old dude.
1: I can't remember the name of the pub now. Shit,
2: what's his name?
1: See, that's how long I, uh, our blessed Amy's been gone. Is that, I've forgotten the name of the pub. She called me a twat in that pub. I met Amy Winehouse twice surprised. in my life. You did? I, Both I times she called me a twat. A twat. Both I times I, I met surprised. Amy Winehouse she called me a twat. What,
0: why?
1: So, first time I was 15 and I went to her gig... And she saw me buying a ticket off a tout outside. But this was when Frank was out. It was before Black to Black, and Amy Winehouse walked past. Saw me buying a ticket off a tout, cause I I had a date and I, and uh, she, I only had one ticket, so I paid like an excessive amount off of this ticket. What do you call ticket touts, sir? Scalper. Scalper. Yeah. And she walked past, saw the saw the purchase happening, went ah oh, twat like that. Second time, cut forward like five years, back to Black's out. i <laughs> um, uh, I had a gig in Camden and I went to the pub afterwards. Uh, where her and her boyfriend were always there, and it was just as Back to Black was out, and it was Rehab was out. She wasn't like, she wasn't at the peak of that album, but uh, I was. I had my guitar. I was walking out the pub, and she went, "Oh, you got a guitar?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she went, "Play me a song." I went, "No, I can't. I've got to get the last tube." She's like, "Go on, play me a song." I was like, "No, seriously. Last tube leaves in ten minutes." She's like, "Come on!" And she wouldn't let it go. So I played me a song. I was like, "Seriously, no." And she went, "A twat."
0: Do you wish you'd play her the song? Yes. i
1: mean in retrospect no one knew she was going to die yeah and i would have been nice to have said and you know who knows where it would have led Mm. but in that moment i I lived i lived in i lived in zone zone six and i had to get out of you know Mm. i had to get out of uh town get home
2: that's a long trip he released the album coles corner
1: oh richard holy arms yes holy arms got there got there five.
2: there
1: we go Okay, and uh, my last, the last warp tour survival point I've got here, how to sleep. Mm. How Have you guys been sleeping?
0: Well, I have a very. You're you're an
1: early. You go to bed early.
0: Yeah. MC
2: Lars. I do. You must have like a pillow on each side of your ears, and no, you, you have earplugs in.
0: Here's what I do. I have earplugs, big blue earplugs. I have Bose noise canceling headphones. I have a rain sound effect MP3 that's an hour that I put on loop. No. And No, a, you don't. Yeah. And I have a sleep mask, and then and a is that mis- like, and a mister.
1: Yes, it's like the John l- mask. E-
0: no, it's like a black <laughs> eye mask. And I also ha- sometimes, if it's like bad, I take a mel- one melatonin.
1: And you also have in a small Indonesian boy who sits in the bunk and rubs your shoulders with palm, <laughs> palm- with palm leaves.
0: No, he's actually that's John Thatcher, long drummer. <laughs> but that's what I do. That's why you guys, yeah, you notice I get in bed by like eleven because No, to- you go,
1: You're in bed earlier than 11. I'm. In bed by eleven, and you're always in bed before me. Really? Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I watch My Simpsons. You know, like, ten-
2: yeah, the, I
0: watched like two episodes of Simpsons on my iPad. Yeah. And then I. But that's why you're so I mean, we,
1: we invented a song yeah. for the Warp Tour this year. Yeah. Which uh, goes like this Hustling and fucking and fucking yeah. and hustling yeah. on the Warp Tour. On, on the Warp Tour, Tour. We're just fucking and hustling <laughs> and hustling. And the irony is, is no one's fucking. Because everyone's so tired.
2: Everyone, everyone's fucked.
1: Yeah. Everyone fu- should be fucked and hustled. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys get to sleep? Uh, you're, you have a top bunk, which you guys, that rocks back and oh,
1: forth. I, I, I've learned how to sleep in that bunk uh, because I, firstly, I sleep naked. You do? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and, Why? Uh, because it's, it's cooler. It gets hot back there. It does.
0: Yeah, it um,
1: and uh, I listen to podcasts. I listen to Bill Burr's podcast or you know, something, something to just help me fall asleep and then yeah. I, then you wake up every night I wake up and I'm being strangled by my iPhone headphones yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but I'm, already, I'm always up at like 4 4am? 4 yeah 4 till 7 is, is hard for me yeah. let's be realistic it's a fast world problem oh you're on the warp tour living your dream but sometimes it's hard to sleep <laughs> yeah. are you okay?
2: I mean I usually wake up around that time <laughs> because of the AC's just destroying oh dude yeah as a singer it's so tough like yeah. a, a kind of monster which I did spill one night. It's not that.
1: Monster Energy. A little, we can reveal this now because it's the end of the tour, but the Monster, you see the bands chugging Monster, Monster Energy drinks on tour. It's water.
0: Monster it's tour, tour water. water.
1: Yeah, the can says water in small letters at the bottom. Yeah. So it looks like you're drinking Monster on stage.
0: What is uh, Dr. Frankenstein's favourite stage on the warp Tour?
1: The Monster stage.
0: Monster Energy stage.
2: Uh,
1: Get it? Why did MC Lars uh, feel sad when he left the Bird Sanctuary? Because you missed the Raven.
2: Who's that? Hey! Who's that rapping? Who's that rapping in rappin the chamber, da?
1: Mr. Raven.
0: All up in my grill like nevermore. Thank you guys for rapping in my song on the bus, all tour. And also, I want to say that um, I'm glad we became friends. And Bus 17 is tight, it's tight. It's tight. Yeah. Uh,
1: Alvarez Kings, MC Lars, JTL, Flex Matthews, Kosher Dill, Heart Support. Uh, and Megan McFools, your tour Megan, manager, yeah. our bus driver Les, Sarge got fired. I, I, I put in a lot of time talking about Sarge at the start of the start of the tour and then he got sacked. <laughs> Les uh, has been great. He got sacked because he he told the Warp Tour that we had to leave a gig early to drive to Nashville because one of the bands had an interview whereas in actuality he just went to Nashville to shag his girlfriend. Yep. That's, that's why he got fired.
0: Um... Also on Warp Tour, it's good to be on the bus driver's good side. Yes. And it's also good to um, try not to be bus captain. (laughs) How did that work out for you? Good, very good. No, bus captain's cool. Bus
1: captain is the person in charge of the team on the bus. He's uh, the bus leader. uh, He's the person holding the conch in Lord of the Flies.
0: And this summer, I, I learned that I was bus captain, which is tight. But everyone has really helped. It's hard to be bus captain and be doing, as you guys know, yeah. everything. So everyone's really been good at helping delegate. And it's. I feel like, I don't know, this is like the most cohesive, hardworking, friendliest crew I've done. I've gotten to tour with on Warp Tour. Everyone really gets along. So I felt fortunate to be on a bus with you guys. And I'm glad that none of us killed each other.
1: Yeah.
2: That's tight. Do you wish you had uh, been bus captain on Split Beads bus?
1: Boy those guys party Splitbreed party How hard What do they do Yeah. What they do Yeah I, They go They go. That's the party bus
2: That is definitely The, the that, party bus That's Although, the Beatport
1: DJ bus I, I did spend a half hour On riffraffs bus You did? Yep Wow
0: that's what? a story Did you do a podcast about it?
1: No I wonder if I can talk about it uh, I'm i wonder.
2: Sure you can. Nobody, well, nobody listens to this podcast That's anyway.
1: true but, well, There was a girl on the bus And uh, I asked her What she did for a living and she was like, so what do you do?" And I was like, oh, I play in a band, I play in a punk band called The Kenneth. She's like, oh, that's so cool, you're a band. And i went, like, what about you? And she went, what do I do?" And I was like, yeah. And she's like, what, for life? And I went, yeah. And she went, Twitter, yoga, diet. And that was her answer. And I was like, wow. Didn't, know, didn't know people like, kind of. I kind of looked at her, I looked that. at her like a DVD player. I was like, really? You People like you are still around? No. I Did stole that rogue always- of Chris, uh, that was a Chris Rock joke.
0: That's a good joke. Yeah. That's tight. Wait, so she is on Riff Raff's bus as his like yoga consultant? I
1: don't know who she was. Uh, I haven't met Riff Raff. He high-fived me the other day.
0: That's tight.
1: Yeah, that's he tight. was driving past on his quad bike and I didn't get out of his way and he thought that was cool so he gave me a high-five.
0: Can we talk about how great Waka Flocka Flame set was really quick? I'd see...
1: it's Waka Flocka Flame, American rap artist, right? Yeah. He did a set, a surprise set the other day. I've f- got no idea who he is. And all you Americans are walking around saying his name like it's an acceptable name for an artist. <laughs> you just say it like, oh, Coldplay. You know you know when you're a band You forget how bad a band name is You just say yeah. it The Beatles It's actually a shit band name Yeah What a bad pun And you've been like Waka Flocka Flocka Everyone Waka like, Flocka oh, I saw Waka Flocka I'm like guys That sounds like a puppet yeah. Waka Flocka sounds like A Jim Henson creation
0: Well he has like Waka Flocka He has like a fuzzy Bear Gold necklace chain Uh huh So
1: Oh is thats is that it Is it Waka Waka Because that's uh, It's a
0: reference to that I Oh Yeah
1: and It's interesting I caught,
2: I caught the set
1: Oh, thanks. We were on the same time. So thanks for, thanks for thanks for watching us. Yeah,
2: well, I've seen you like 30, nearly 40 odd times. Dude, we were on the
1: same time as Waka Flocka Ding Dong and Paris the other day. How that was a, that was a here? small crowd. <laughs> and I just started calling. I, I really mouthed off with the audience when they were leaving.
2: <laughs> That's not like you to mouth off with I know. the audience.
1: Well, everyone was leaving at 7pm. It's the warp Tour, guys. Summer coast. vacation.
2: Hang around. Watch some music. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's really hard to... Keep the crowd when you're playing at 7:10 every day. That's true. That's true. 7:10. <laughs> 7:10 <710. laughs> is
1: the, uh, the, the is a, is a tough slot it's on the coat. When right? you're not a big band, it's a tough slot. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: I said to Walk, I said, hey, I'm MC Lars. Thanks for opening for me because I went on right after. Awesome. And he goes, oh word word. I heard of you, man. Nice to meet you. And he let me take some cool photos with him. No way. Oh, he nice. was. Oh, a nice. Sweetheart. So that was joyful. He came and he apparently played for free. He flew in, did the show, really? took photos had the biggest crowd of the day on our stage and was a complete gentleman. And ha- and so anyway, that was funny because he has a reputation for being like this hardcore trap hip-hop artist who's very like gangster. But his songs and his performance and his demeanor were all very gentlemanly. Oh, uh, that's, that's a nice story. He's just like you guys.
1: Yeah, we, we look, we're abrasive British punks.
0: Had you never heard of it? But we're Flaka so kind of no. on the inside.
1: For real, never. Heard. I've never heard of Waka of, of Flame. Sounds like a sounds like a novelty burger. Had you guys?
0: But you guys hadn't heard of Riff Raff either,
1: though. No. Oh, I've heard of Riff Raff. No, I've not heard of Riff, riff raff. raff. Is uh, I, I've been a fan of Riff Raff and Action Bronson for a long time.
0: Oh, Gosh, so, Josh, <laughs>
1: Josh. So Riff Raff was like when when I saw he got announced. That was like the first artist. I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. I've, yeah,
2: yeah, I've was heard cool. of uh, Eminem. I, <laughs> Eminem did walk
0: to
1: 1999, I think. Oh, Eminem yeah. is the
0: white Riff Raff.
1: Yeah. I also want to give a big shout out to uh, Emerson, Riff drummer, and oh, Travis, wow. Riff merch guy, who have, who have been unbelievable friends to Kenneth on this tour. Yeah? Yeah. That's, wonderful, that's wonderful cool. people. They yeah. have been? Yeah. Let's I yeah. played
2: football with the.
1: Um, August Burns Red.
2: Well, soccer, as they call it. Obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're wrong, America. It's called football.
2: No, with the drummer from uh, Riff You I was. Uh, Emerson. Yeah, Emerson. And uh, I was just. One morning, I took the, the ball out when we got merch tent set up and we were just having a kick about. Some other merch guys joined in, and, and then later on in the day, when we were packing down, I was doing the same thing, and he just came over, and was like, hey, pass me the ball. So I passed him the ball, and he was kicking the ball Was back. he good? He was better good. than me? Everyone's better than you Josh. <laughs> Tatiana's better than you.
1: Yeah, that's true. Dude, just to give people, uh, like Emerson, Riff drummer, right? He, you see him on the stage every day, drumming like an absolute fiend. Unbelievable drummer. But that guy does, he does everything pushes all the gear to the stage, pushes all the merch to the stage, sells all the merch.
0: Inflates the the riff-raff tent thing inflatable, himself. Yeah, it just blows it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? And and then plays and then cuts it all back. The guy's got a Zildjian tattoo on his hand and he's not even endorsed by Zildjian. So Zildjian, sponsor him. For Christ's sake. Unbelievable drummer. The guy works so hard.
2: That's cool. As does everyone on that. the warp Tour. Everybody works.
1: Everyone's out. hustling and fucking. They're, everyone's doing four things, guys. Hustling and fucking and also fucking and hustling on the warp Tour.
2: On the warp Tour. And that's
1: it for the Vans Warp Tour official podcast 2015. Wow, that's uh, clever. I can't believe that. that I mean, sense. next week there'll be a podcast and I'll still be in America. But I think the warp Tour would have finished. So it'll be like a post a post warp Tour show.
2: Mm. For like mm. post-traumatic stress. Of mm-hmm. After yeah. What?
1: Yeah, and all the listeners. Sorry, I couldn't get Pierce the Veil or Black Bell Brides, but they're too hard to book. I kind of gave up.
2: I could have hooked you up with Vic.
1: Vic. I like Vic. Vic. He's a sweet sweetheart. Could have
2: hooked you up. I we shared, sh- I shared an old fashioned with him. No way. Yeah. What's the old fashioned?
1: It's a type of hand job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a cocktail. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, you can. I just did. Say whatever you want.
0: He was telling a different kind of cocktail.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey! All right, Simon Alvarez-Kings. It's been a pleasure. Thank you uh, very much. Describe
1: the Vans Warped Tour 2015 in three words.
2: Very, very hot.
1: Lars, MC Lars, thank you for being on the podcast finally.
2: Thanks for having me, Josh.
1: Describe the Vans Warped Tour 2015 in three words.
0: Joyful Smiles Daily. Aww. Oh, what a sweetheart. How yeah. would you do it, though?
1: I would describe it as very, very, very. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, see you next week for more Nothing. Bye. Say bye.
0: Bye. 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 <im probation>
1: <h-e-o-g-cho>.
2: <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more